Hello, I am Jaydeep Khanduja and welcome to my podcast IT Knowledge Exchange. Here we talk to industry leaders about latest technology trends and to get their expert views, ideas and insights. I hope you all enjoy listening to it and find it useful. Today we are talking to Karthik Shankar, Vice President Marketing, Ozontel. Ozontel is a leading omni-channel customer communication platform provider. Last month, there was a press release titled Post Unlock Contact Center Agents Are Under High Stress Ozontel Study. The study is an analysis of 22 million calls made on Ozontel's cloud agent platform by over 160,000 active agents across verticals in 2022. We have Karthik Sankar, Vice President Marketing Ozontel with us. We are having an open discussion with Karthik on this study to gain further insights on the same. Hello and welcome Karthik. Brief what I have understood about what what exactly has been done recently by Ozontel and uh, uh, what for we are here. Mm-hmm. So uh, a study undertaken by Ozontel, a leading omnichannel customer communication platform provider, mm-hmm. has unveiled new insights pertaining to the contact center industry in 2022, and uh, there have been phenomenal outcomes as I read the report and. Uh, it says post-unlock contact center agents are under high stress. This is one of the mm-hmm. points uh, highlighted by Ozontel mm-hmm. study. So we are talking to Karthik Sankar, Vice President Marketing, Ozontel, and uh, we'll be talking about this study, the importance of this study, the the need of this study, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the outcomes of this study, and uh, what are the steps ahead, what is the way forward to, to overcome the, the pain points of the study. So, Karthik sure. study, I I read about wait time, queue time, wrap time, average agent speed of answer, sure. call time, average call pickup time, abandonment rate, hold time. And uh, uh, I'm sure call center people would be very conversant with all these terms, but I am not very much conversant, though I Absolutely. know a few. I know wait time, average call time. I may not yeah. be knowing exactly though I am thinking I know. So, so I would request you to, as and when you discuss these points, just tell sure. about what what these are. Sure. Then I, I went through your website and I saw a term called sophisticated call center software. So mm-hmm. I would like you to devote a few minutes or seconds on what do you mean by sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, this uh, study says something very serious. It says abundant rates have risen 200% since 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a strong need for an AI-based omni-channel strategy. Yeah. Okay. So, over to you, uh, please. Sure. Uh, Absolutely. Let me, Absolutely. Let me sure. 
Thanks, yeah. Daddy. Anita, if you can just share the screen that you have in terms of the report. Uh, let's also walk uh, Daddy through each term um, and explain to him. So, so Jaggi, this is a study that we have been doing for like four years now. Um, and since, uh, see, every event, like when a customer calls a contact center, that event is tracked. And when the time that a customer connects successfully to the business and the time the, the customer ends up talking to an agent and the time an agent completes the call with the customer and the time after the completion of the call with the customer, Technically, the time the agent spends to wrap up the call by putting notes or if there is a series of action items that, that post the call with the customer and agent needs to do to complete that conversation, right? So there might be something that the person needs to do on the system, right? And also the, the time it takes, the percentage of calls that the customer ends up calling a brand for like a, a support request or sometimes, and then the person ends up being on the queue for a long time and disconnects the call without talking to the agent or without talking to someone in the company or a rep. That's called abandonment rate. So what we do is every year we track a certain set of metrics which we capture in our system uh, as a certain event, right? A customer okay. call is an event, a customer abandoning is an event, and customer abandoning after spending a certain time in the queue, that also is captured. The time a customer talks to the customer, uh, time an agent talks to all these are certain events that we track and we track for all the calls, uh, not necessarily the details of the conversation, just the time intervals, right? Um, and we track, yeah. and this research that we did in 2022 was based on almost like, uh, uh, you know, based on calls, uh, 22 million calls um, across industries. And we have also captured insights based at an industry level by slicing and dicing the data. Uh, the broad summary that we uh, that that's just based on the data is uh, customers are one like being impatient, right? Uh, uh, in that sense, and and not in a negative way, in a positive way, because they they reached a stage, and this is my hypothesis, and I keep telling this to my market content team also. Uh, people used to read, buy, and read books. And they moved to Kindle because they didn't want to carry a book every time. All their books were loaded into Kindle. Now their attention span has reduced so much that they don't want to read it even more. They want uh, the audiobook to be read to them, and they don't want to read. So, and proliferation of OTT, the time it takes, you know, the attention span of customers are coming down. So, 10 years back, I would have waited for more than a minute for me to connect with a brand and talk to an agent. But then right now, they would want resolution to happen quickly, and I don't want to wait for even 30 seconds before I get connected to an agent. As If there is a, a, a alternative, more efficient way to get my uh, the queries answered through a chat. So mm -hmm. a, a call is always a one-on-one -on -one conversation, right? But a chat is asynchronous in the, in the sense, if I am an agent of a big basket, through chat, be it WhatsApp or any other medium, I can parallelly and concurrently interact with five different customers. So mm -hmm. the time each of these five takes to talk to an agent is dramatically reduced. Instead of me doing a call with a customer once or finishing that and moving to the next customer, that's what Ozontel calls it by AI-based omnichannel strategy. I can't, brands or companies cannot continue to rely only on voice 
they need to start looking at alternative channels and use automation where if I'm if an agent is spending 15 seconds to get details on your phone number, your address, what was your last order, if I can automate all that information by connecting the call centers or contact center software to the CRM, where if I can automate or authenticate the phone number and through the phone number, I can know the purchase history of the customer. I can know the last five orders. I can know the last order. I can know the payment status of the last order. If the credit card payment went through fine or not, all these can be automated so that I spend 20 seconds less in talking to the client and getting to the um, the resolution part instead of getting spending time on gathering the information. So all that's what we mean by automation and AI based omnichannel approach. Don't just rely on voice calls, but get into different channels of chat, WhatsApp, um, uh, Apple Business Messenger, um, in addition to just voice. So and that's what we meant by uh, when we say abandonment rates are increasing because people hmm. are not willing to wait for 50 seconds and 45 seconds for me to connect to an agent. They're just disconnecting yes. and moving on. And that means that they might come back and do a repeat purchase. That also means that, hey, you know what? Uh, um, I don't want to continue to wait. Uh, you don't care for me. I'm going to move to a different company. So that is a chance that uh, a brand might lose that customer. Yeah, just just a quick quick query. query. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said an agent can tackle five customers at a time to save mm-hmm. time and getting their you know history instantly mm-hmm. by the time to customer hello how are you i hope you are doing well so mm-hmm. i understand during this point he is retrieving the information very quickly the system is helping him getting that information that's correct so so, so when when uh suppose i am an agent and i'm i am tackling five customers at the same time mm-hmm. do i get five different uh windows on my screen for each customer or how do i differentiate like i am right now i'm talking to a now b now c so uh, now you yeah. back to a Yes. So let's say a, a agent is talking to a customer through voice, right? Um, okay. He's talking to that person and in the same screen as the voice conversation is happening, this is mm-hmm. what in contact center industry or a CCAS industry is called a contextual knowledge management system. I can mm-hmm. connect, uh, if it's in retail, I can connect to my ERP system and my CRM system, understand the purchase history and it can, on the screen it will CCAS industry calls it agent assist. Now, while the conversation, uh, let's not say conversation, while the interaction or when the engagement with the customer is happening either through a call or through chat, I'm going, the engine is going and pulling out, uh, connecting to my CRM system, um, bringing in the purchase history or connecting to my order system or an ERP system and bringing in the past order history, right? And all these are displayed to the agent as the, Customer uh, agent is talking to the customer, and you would have noticed, uh, like when you call a big basket or even call a bank, the bank knows that hey, these are your last five uh, uh, credit card uh, swipes, uh, because all this is tracked and it is shown to the agent as the conversation is happening. Now, when I say five different, there is technically, technology-wise, there is no limit. I mean, I, an agent, if that agent is a superhero. An agent can even have 20 parallel converse, chat conversation instead of one voice. But there is a point in time when you are you, you hit a plateau and you are doing not doing justice. So we recommend and 
customers have also observed that after an agent reaches five parallel threads of chat conversation interaction with the five different customers, you stop and you automatically route the next inbound um, customer service request to the next agent. So we say, hey, there is a 5x potential for customer engagement to increase in omni-channel compared to just voice. So yes, when I'm chatting with a customer, that backend knowledge of my past interactions for that particular customer is shown on the screen. It's a tabbed interface. Now I'm on a call, but I can, if the call is not very intense, I can also parallelly chat with the next customer and maybe one more customer. But the moment I disconnect the call, I can handle two more chat conversations. And for every chat conversation, the, the context and the knowledge of that particular customer is displayed on screen for that particular customer. It's always in always tied in context and the interface shows you that information. Okay. So average time on queue is like, uh, you know, the customers who have called into the system, but yet to connect with an agent. Now, this is high because still companies in India have not gone truly omnichannel. There are companies that have gone. For example, Big Basket uh, with whom we are working, it's public, so I'm quoting them. Big Basket as a policy has said, hey, it's a, it's a customer service mission statement saying no customer should wait more than 10 seconds. Right? And uh, what also happens is if your interactive voice response system is designed badly, you are putting a customer through a frustration loop, right? Press one for this, press two for this, press three for this, press four for this, press star to go back. And if you're having a lot of loops, at some point in time, the customer will feel frustrated and drop out. And that's abandonment. Or customer is waiting in the queue for a very long time. And after a point, the customer feels frustrated and drops. That's abandonment rate. Um, Anita, can we go down? Let's just like perhaps take two more minutes to explain certain terms. Anita, do you want to explain these uh, average talk times, wrap times, and pickup times to Jaggi, yeah. please? So, um, yeah, these would be the basic metrics by which we uh, look at the work that an agent is doing. So, on an average, uh, the entire duration of the call, the time that the agent is on the call, would be recorded as the talk time. So, from when the uh, customer connects to when he disconnects. But after the customer disconnects, the agent continues to have some amount of work. So they need to tag the disposition in the sense they need to say that this was a support call or this was, you know, add some notes about it. Or if there's any follow up that has to be done, they have to add this uh, uh, in their notes or they may have to send an SMS. So all these tasks that they have to take, uh, that they have to undertake after they close the call is known as after call work. And uh, the amount of time that they spend on that would be known as the wrap time. That's called the amount of time required to wrap a call. So we have noticed that this wrap time has increased, uh, especially this year, as compared to the years before. The talk time has remained more or less consistent. So over four years, we have always seen that the talk time is um, between like 3.7 to 4 minutes. Uh, so that uh, that mm -hmm. is. And the wrap times have increased, which means the amount of work that they have to do after a call has increased for some reason. So it could be that the companies are giving them, are making them add in a few more detailed notes. It could be that the dispositions, uh, that means how they tag the call, that has changed over time. So they have to write, uh, you know, more detailed dispositions as 
compared to previously. Then the other metric by which we judge an agent's performance is the average pickup time. Now, after a customer has finished calling, the call rings as in uh, after the call is connected to the agent, the call rings on the agent's desktop and the agent takes some seconds to pick up that call. So earlier, this would have been this would have gone to about four minutes uh, because um, systems were very different earlier. Now, it just takes seven seconds within seven seconds. So between the time that an agent has wrapped up, uh, said that he has idled to when he picks up a call, there are just seven seconds on an average, 7.7 seconds, so eight seconds on an average. So we are seeing that there is an increase overall in the amount of, so although the agents are picking up calls faster, the queue times are continuing to increase. So we're seeing that the agent is definitely continuing to work harder. Right. We have also seen there's been an increase in call volumes. So uh, this I is have what we're doing, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think you have a question. Yeah, I have a question and I yeah. just wanted to ask uh, what, since you are uh, an industry expert in this field, logically, what should be the wrap time as compared to talk time? Like I, to me, it seems too high as compared to 3.7, 7.4. Like I have finished the call with a client and then I am taking mm-hmm. almost uh, more 15 times or 10 times more than 10 times oh, no. of that time. So this is minutes. Yeah, minutes and seconds so it's less time but this is for oh, oh, okay. seconds. Seconds. Oh. It, it still okay, is okay. a fairly large time it's uh, generally ah. it used to be earlier a few seconds so this um, would not really be an indication of uh, an inefficiency as such you see, because mm. it may be more detailed information that an agent today needs to do. So okay. it is not a good or bad metric. It's just uh, the way things are now. So every uh, every organization, so we have done this across so many organizations, every organization would have a separate system. And um, in many cases, there may be a merit to, you know, uh, increasing the average wrap time. They've added a few more detailed notes. This may help in the next call. When that customer calls the second time, there is little more information for the agent to, uh, you know, resolve the call or to attend to the customer's needs in a little more personal fashion. So it isn't necessarily a bad thing. It is just but an indicator that the work for an agent has definitely increased. So um, it's it, that is all that this metric kind of uh, tells us. All right. Anita, scroll down. There are, there are some other terms. Uh... Right. So this was, of course, the call volumes. We are only looking at the call volumes, which we have checked from uh, the first, the beginning of the quarter to the end of the quarter. We just were looking at, was there a rise in call volumes? Uh, We are also interested in knowing, you know, how many people are still interested in voice as a channel. And uh, we noticed that in about, so 11 sectors we uh, studied and seven out of them, there was an increase. There's a rise in call volumes. This is from quarter one, that is from January in this year. To, um about October, November, quarter uh, four in this year. So most cases there is an um, increase in call volumes and we are looking at uh, talk times that are fairly, for example, in the insurance uh, industry, we saw that it's a six minute talk time. So people are speaking for a long time. These are uh, very, uh, so this kind of a conversation, some conversation that takes place for six minutes is highly unlikely to have taken place on a chat channel. So voice continues to be relevant, but because we have these queue times increasing and so many uh, transactional calls can actually be converted to chat, the only way to actually handle that is by 
going only channel that is like kartik had explained we add one more channel it's not about change from phone calls and now go become completely whatsapp or become completely uh, you know sms driven you have to have this channel additionally to take care of some of your workload and keep the phone to take care of those calls that really require a human conversation so that is uh, basically what we were able to find uh, these um, this last uh, figure over here this is the connection rate this is an outbound metric this is the number of calls that are actually picked up uh, when uh, agents make an outbound call so this is the figure in 2022 that this figure has been dropping uh, year on year so th- it's 39% this year that means the total number of outbound calls being made by an agent only about 40% of those calls are actually answered by customers so a lot of the cases it may be because it's cold calling they are just calling um it could be for you know real estate calls etc maybe people will not pick up but we saw that you know calls which are coming from restaurants the customer is always picking up uh, now we have verified caller id caller ids so the customer knows who is calling and they are picking up calls that are uh, relevant to them and again this is again something where an omni channel strategy can really help a contact center so you send a message beforehand and after that you follow up with the call your pickup rates are bound to increase so Correct. that 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 is uh, that is again where an omni channel strategy can really help so so the the the, the future jaydeep is basically calls are still relevant voice is still relevant right like you know um, i mean with all the proliferation of tech whatsapp smartphones and the, the network penetration and all that we are talking um, the the point is uh, like calling is almost the cost of calling is literally zero i mean like jio and reliance way before Uh, thankfully made it happen in india right the cost of calling is literally zero so calls will still be relevant voice will still be relevant and But i think the speed of speed of resolution also is exactly so sometimes sometimes the context which is required or an interaction which is required um, for resolution uh, will require a person to be on voice rather than on chat i mean in the insurance industry she said it's 6 minutes right it could, I mean, it's very difficult for a patient who's trying to process a claim to be on chat. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you just call and make that voice conversation happen and resolve certain queries. But for the restaurant industry or for me to interact with a uh, uh, like a a salon guy who's who I ordered on Urban Company, right? Uh, I mean, I don't need to talk to him or her. I mean, I can just uh, interact with that person on chat. So. that context changes across industry voice is still relevant but what will end up happening is given that there is lot more digital interaction that consumers are having with brands brands can't afford to uh, what i would say uh, continue to invest in increasing the number of agents because these are people on payroll or less even outsourced automation has to be the way forward because my cost of my agent is linear i mean i can't keep adding agents so i would need to go omni channel yeah actually they always look out for uh, cutting down the number of people and yes. finding new smarter and innovative ways to handle uh, uh, these kind of calls more smartly smartly and automate partially so that yeah. i don't spend 40 seconds to get to know their phone number their mother's maiden name and last four digits of your credit card number and all that 
uh, and with, through the phone number, uh, go and uh, automatically get your purchase history and all that. But still, yeah, think... smartly hybrid uh, automation, hybrid manual conversation with the agent, things that can be routed to chat, routed through chat, then that is required for you to solve it through a voice conversation, solve it through a voice conversation. Voice will stay, but I think people will move omnichannel with AI to automate a lot on the agent side and automate uh, a lot of virtual assistance for the customer side also. Yeah, and, and mostly the the agent knows for in what context I am calling related to which order and uh, which product. That's correct. And Swiggy is an example where they've solved this, right? Like you never know what Swiggy's contact center number is. Like through the app, almost all the interactions happens through chat. Oh. Um, and they, they kept a menu interaction. Hey, do you want to return? The food was spilled and all that. Uh, but hmm. sometimes, uh, uh, like an insurance company or like you're talking to someone in SBI, uh, voice still ends up being the primary channel. But I think the way forward is a, a hybrid approach. Of course, go omnichannel and start using AI. Yes. I, I, I mean, the, the, and hence the, the reason why we saw that, you know, customers still are calling, customers still are abandoning, customers still want to talk to you. But, you know, they are getting impatient as well. So, like, companies have to look at uh, ways to solve for this. Yes, I think call is the first preference for uh, most of the customers and they look out for other ways only when they are not able to uh, uh, get through this call thing. I agree. Absolutely. And moreover, I feel that, uh, I mean, the companies, I don't think any companies who are working without, who are into this kind of industries, you know, healthcare, insurance, uh, food, hospitality, and they are working without omni-channel, it would be a big disaster for them uh, as of now. The, see, omni-channel is an overused word. Um, people have shifted to omni-channel, but mm -hmm. uh, not many. Like, there are still companies which are traditionally voice-based. Um, even if they have omni-channel, they will only use that, uh, the chat interaction to be collecting certain information but a bulk of the resolution would still happen through voice. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely can't avoid being uh, across channels, uh, but the extent of how much voice versus how much automation would, again, vary within the, uh, across industries. Correct, correct, okay. Like high, right. high uh, anything which is financial in nature or anything which is... Uh, um, uh, health related, uh, maybe voice would uh, require, but anything which is trivial like booking, uh, booking food, ordering food, or uh, um, uh, ordering us uh, like a salon guy or a, like something like that would doesn't require voice interaction can be automated a lot more uh, through chat uh, and hmm. both assistance on the agent side and customer side. So I think it depends on uh, the the nature of business. It uh, and meter of business and the number, the average number of issues they are getting. That also that's, would. Uh, that's that's correct. And and, and the system should uh, uh, see. For example, there will be uh, seasonal campaigns, right? Um, at that point in time, uh, you will have a lot more agents uh, 
Sometimes it will be outsourced, uh, you know, they'll just have a seasonal ramp up in the number of agents to handle the call volume. Like Amazon runs a big billion day sale or like, you know, Flipkart runs a sale. There'll be a lot more agents hired on a temporary basis. But um, or sometimes uh, when like a bank runs a certain offer. The other thing is it also um, requires you to connect with like, for example, if I'm running something for the healthcare industry, um, I would have to connect that to the hospital management system. Um, mm. a, a contact center which doesn't have uh, a sense of uh, a view of the appointments for the day or appointments for the next fortnight. Uh, that agent will not be very productive in trying to book appointments for that, right? So I need to connect with my hospital management system. I need to connect that contact center with uh, my billing system, with my uh, laboratory lab system, with my pharmacy. So these in-house connections with the other enterprise applications have to happen and it has to have a certain industry context uh, and, yeah okay yeah, i mean and, i have to have an inventory when someone wants to interact or make a purchase decision on whatsapp mm-hmm. now i will i can make customized offers based on my purchase history by identifying the 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 loyalty that that particular customer has with me through purchase history but I would also need to automatically recommend um, availability saying I, that means I need to connect with my inventory system and, and my order management system because I cannot take an offer or I cannot make because right now customer wants transparency, right? If I make an order, the customer wants to know how long will it take for me to get that item delivered. Now, if I don't connect with my order management system, I don't know my view of the inventory and I, the customer is with me on WhatsApp, right? Mm. Um, forget automation if the even if the agent doesn't have that view at that moment when the customer is willing to make a purchase now you're not enabling that purchase to happen the customer is going to go to a different brand to make the purchase because i'm not getting that view saying hey if i make an order now how long will it take correct yeah things like that so you know it's not and that's what jaydeep when you ask what is sophisticated call center Sophistication mm. comes to not just the interface and agent side and customer side. How well do I connect with my other systems in the enterprise, which will automatically feed the right information at the right time to an agent when the agent is interacting with the customer, either through chat or through voice. Correct. So time, availability, connectivity, all these things matter a lot at that moment exactly. of time. So, so how, what happens? I mean, if, if uh, there are uh, seasonal or occasional incidental spikes in uh, a particular call center, say COVID or uh, COVID for hospitals and insurance and uh, Diwali or Christmas or New Year for uh, food industry, restaurants. So how do they tackle? Because definitely volume goes maybe double or triple kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, so how do they handle? Like it does software help? them in these kind of cases or they increase the staff or they outsource them? It's a combination of both. When they increase the staff for seasonal changes increase, they outsource it. But uh, Mm. what we also, where we have also seen where with certain clients, certain festival seasons or certain healthcare clients when uh, laboratory um, requests like, you know, COVID test, RT-PCR test, right? Like there's hmm. a huge spurt with a couple of our lab clients. And there's a huge spurt whenever uh, uh, a certain uh, sale happens on the e-commerce site or 
let's say a D2C client uh, is running a certain specific campaigns which are festival related. There is a huge spurt in uh, the number of customer queries. At, at that point in time, these companies, these brands do uh, increase the number of agents uh, and they are uh, temp staff. Uh, sometimes they outsource, sometimes they bring them on board, uh, uh, but then they are mostly contract staff. But what they also do is uh, they uh, do what is called an automatic ACD, automatic call distribution. What happens mm -hmm. is, let's say I am an agent of uh, a company and I'm handling certain volume of interaction with a customer. Now I have a team of 10. What the system has to do is it has to, for every incoming calls, automatically distribute the calls based on agents availability. Like I might have, I'm, I'm having an interaction on voice. I have two other customers on chat. I have hmm. uh, three customers waiting for me on queue. Now the system has to have the intelligence to deflect the people on queue to chat. And if the customer doesn't want to be on queue, hey, would you mind uh, uh, pressing nine uh, to for you to connect with us on WhatsApp? If I press nine, uh, a message goes to that person on WhatsApp, and then the person that customer starts interacting with the agent on WhatsApp. Now, if my queue is a long, big enough, the system has to have the intelligence to know what is my load factor with a team of 15 agents, and how okay. do I distribute the load across agents. Now, another thing that might happen, like if you are a, a like a high net worth individual uh, and my and the company is uh, like a broking firm. Now, I there is no hope in hell that I would make you wait because you have transacted a lot with me. And now that means Kota calls it a priority customer, right? Um, or a HNI. Now, I would never ever put you on queue as a brand. The yeah. first time you call, you are connected with an agent. Now, how do you have that kind of uh, preferred agent? Now, Jaideep as a customer always likes to talk to a Karthik agent. Now, there is a preferred customer agent uh, relationship that has established. The system oh. has to have that intelligence saying whenever Jaideep calls, Jaideep's call or incoming chat interaction has to be connected to Karthik as an agent. Oh. So, there are multiple combination of possibilities that can happen because I wouldn't want my highly loyal customer to be on queue for 40 seconds. And and when we are talking about uh, that previous scenario, high load and heavy heavy calls kind of thing, I think three major things play a very crucial role in that kind of scenario. You can increase agents. That is uh, the simplest thing. But hardware, software, and the bandwidth at that moment of time has to be uh, well-placed. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And we have, we have, we work with clients who are using 10 agents and we work with clients who have like using 14,000 agents also. So uh, it has to, the, the, the platform has to have hyperscale capabilities. Um, I should be able to cater to the demands of the business when they say, hey, next month there is a Diwali shopping campaign that we are running. Are we going to switch on that campaign for a period of four weeks? Uh, um, while I'm going to temporarily increase my staff on a contract basis, but then there's going to be a load on the system. And that's like become hygiene now. Uh, I mean, you are as a company expected the platform to have 
99.9999% availability and uptime anything less uh, um, you know you know companies will switch over to the the next available option right um, so that uh, on scale the, the companies needs to kind of cater to the the needs uh, of the customer uh, even when there is spike in demand so kartik to to your customers do you provide a uh, that smart software solution or uh, uh the infra also hardware side also we we uh we provide our solution on the cloud uh but we recommend them uh the the preferred uh, uh infra in terms of hardware uh, the hardware is uh, on the um what do you call the client we don't uh, provide hardware we provide us we are a saas company we provide the uh, our software on cloud we run on aws but but you define that minimum this has to be in place ah, we like software we recommend there's a lot of custom deployments that happen we work very well closely with the it team um it team knows the the projection of certain call volumes that they need to handle and we recommend them for this call volume uh, you need to have a certain data center in place we also have that certain data center if they are using a hybrid approach if they are on cloud but then there are hosted uh, hybrid right like you want to be on cloud but then you would want it to be within your cloud not on our cloud so we provide that as an option as well for couple of our banking accounts clients but there will be certain banks which would want to be on cloud but definitely on there we don't do on prem um, companies that uh, like traditional contact centers they still provide the uh, platform on deployed on their premises which is slightly hard to manage in terms of upgrades and all that but on the hardware side we work with the it team to recommend the right hardware and of course it team knows for this kind of volume i need to have this kind of hardware setup for me to cater but correct for example yeah. there is unified communication right like agents would like to interact with each other on teams now how do i integrate with teams so that when i am using my ccas platform i can still have interaction between me and my supervisor i shouldn't be yeah. on horizontal ccas platform but then for me to talk to my uh, agent or to my supervisor i need to be on teams or group Uh, on WhatsApp, mm-hmm. so you need to have integration with unified UC uh, software also uh, for you to have within the team interaction, which is what they call team collaboration. And Ozontel CKS is a global solution; it is not That's only correct. limited. Yeah. Yes, we we have customers in India, uh, US, Middle East. Okay, and and I assume that every customer would be aware about the threshold when they are. Uh, uh setting is call center suppose i start with five agents and i know very well that up to 15 20 agents there will be no issue i can increase the number of seats but beyond that i will again go back to ozone tell to get their advice is that right that's correct i mean we have clients who are running with us with five agents we have clients who are running with us for 14000 agents also like midpoint being 1000 to 5000 but uh, our platform can scale now if they want to tomorrow add 50 other agents we just have to create accounts for them and uh, and then they'll be on up and running we have to train them we have a professional services team that that trains them on how to use it and that's why ui ux also matters like how quickly can i get an agent up and running without too much training so the agent support and training is something that we have a professional services team to handle that even if they are contract staff or outsource staff yeah and during this pandemic Uh, when there was work from home concept uh, 
how our contact centers were happening from uh, were running from homes like i am an agent and i am catering to customers from my home so do i need a laptop a desktop or i can do it from my mobile also uh you need a laptop so what happened is and that's when ozontel and a lot of the cloud companies uh, cloud seekas company so gartner calls it contact center right they have two definitions contact center infrastructure which is technically on prem that means i need to have my agents in office to handle like the, the traditional call centers now when covid happened now i can't ask that because that's work from home there was uh, uh, all that happened now how do i now my entire call center infrastructure contact center infrastructure is in the office it's it's all deployed and using desktops and keyboards now how when the agent is not coming to office so there was a huge rush to cloud and we we were also under pressure to enable certain clients um and like they said hey i want to be on cloud do you have an offering i said hey we can get this up and running for you in two days um especially the the rtps yeah the the labs and like things right? right so we were able to do and and when you are on cloud uh, if i am an agent i can log in from my home from my laptop um anita as an agent can log in from her home from her laptop um there are certain reporting capabilities that a supervisor can access through the mobile um things like that okay and and what is the and volume you can also as a supervisor if i know if jaydeep if you are the supervisor and you have a team mm. of 10 agents and if you know that there are two three agents who are slacking in terms of the number of call volumes in terms of the wait time in terms of mm. uh, how they are handling the customers you can also have capabilities like barging that you can uh, without the agent knowing and without the customer knowing you can barge in to listen to the the, the conversations mm. that's going on from a quality assurance standpoint and that's yeah, why you also need the system sorry yeah yeah no carry on no yeah and so the system uh, also has to have this capabilities for supervisor barges right uh, the supervisor okay. has to do a, a dictic ua on how certain conversations are happening uh, performance management workflow management uh, work, workforce management um now if i have to have an idea um that says press 1 for this press 2 for this press 3 for this um now we have had clients where the client at every root node like you know let's say if it's a, like a pizza delivery chain and they are running seasonal campaign uh, a pizza delivery chain in uh, let's say bangalore koramangala would want to have a different offer compared to someone in uh, gachiwali hyderabad now i cannot have a centralized ivr system which uh, prevents someone to run their own ideas based on the offers that they are running uh, okay. we give customers an ability to custom design their idea uh, at a granular level uh, mm. my my andheri uh, uh, branches will have a different idea compared to my uh, gaziabad branches it, it, mm. everything is not, it, it has a different granularity of my ideas are that i can build and deploy and we give that capability to the end customer you have a builder you build the idr flow the way you want and we just charge you for the software uh, we will not charge you for every time you come and have to change the idr with us hmm. we give you the capability to, for you to build and design and deploy your own idr workflows so just i mean does system 
throw an alert for a supervisor that there is a need for you to bargain or uh, how does supervisor get to know no the supervisor can uh, like supervisor has a different login and the supervisor will have let's say hypothetically a team of 10 agents now supervisor mm-hmm. will know that these 10 agents these seven people are in active conversations with the customer correct now supervisor will supervisor's login will have a separate bargain button the supervisor with a headset can barge into one conversation and listen to that conversation on how the conversation is proceeding but but when we talk of ai mm-hmm. can't system give an alert to a supervisor that it's out of these seven two are taking more than stipulated or the estimated time to resolve this query yeah that's but, also but, possible that's also possible now speech analytics is there right you don't have to do active barges now mm-hmm. supervisor can look at that a speech analytics engine can assess the 500 calls that happened last week with these two three people and it will or like 10 people it will throw alerts like what was that out of this 500 calls and the talk time of like 5 minutes per call like on an average 5000 minutes how what was the proportion of the time when the customer was listening how what was the proportion of the time when the agent was speaking so listen versus uh, and how was the welcome being done how was the wrap up being done so there are certain um, I, an ideal call that a brand would define right how close was my call to an ideal call correct uh, right so all that is possible speech analytics uh, gives you the capability to look at the intent the sentiment the emotions uh, the argumentative tone what proportion wow. of the call was a positive conversation what proportion of the call was a negative conversation um, all that capabilities are there so that's why ai is the way forward and ai yeah. engines have so has become sophisticated enough for you to understand the nuances of uh, vernacular conversation uh, english conversation uh, positive sentiment negative sentiment the emotions behind it hey uh, you are supposed to um, give out pricing information if you are in a certain industry did you give yeah. that pricing information when you are conversing with your customer now yeah. if the pricing conversation was discussed it will capture it will also give you metrics like hey uh, this particular agent it, that's what we call workforce management right quality assurance uh, right. this particular agent is not having the right kind of conversation when uh, with this uh, set of customers uh, out of the 50 calls that that particular agent had so instead of trying to uh, barge in to random calls and get a sense of that a supervisor will now know that on an average in the calls that are when it, calls or chat interactions i had last week um the performance of these two agents were really good but then these that one particular agent is lagging uh, you need to have a focused training uh, to yeah. manage the performance of so the performance management of aspect and the quality assurance aspect are also baked into the system and and all these uh, outcomes are driven out intelligently with the help of the software that's correct great that's great now my last two questions yeah yes i'm i'm asking too many questions no no absolutely <laughs> what is the volume of uh, business ozone tel is handling is having in uh, india as far as this field is concerned call centers is concerned so we this we we tracked and analyzed like around 22 million calls for this uh, report um, mm-hmm. and we we have like extensive 
focus uh, and the client footprint across e-commerce, uh, BFSI, uh, healthcare, real estate, um, and uh, what I would call startups uh, and, and unicorns. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, BPO's IT, yes, and e-commerce and uh, um, BFSI has a large footprint. Um, across industries, we serve around like the top uh, two to three uh, clients uh, in most industries. Um, but we also see that um, BFSI, um, um, in terms of footprint, is big. Uh, e-commerce, in terms of footprint, is also big. Uh, but then you also have a long tail of uh, like uh, clients with five agents, ten agents, twenty agents. Uh, we we cater to them as well. Um, we we cater to both mid market and large enterprise as a segment in India. And globally, globally uh, also I would say uh, like eighty to eighty five percent of volumes in, in India and the rest globally. We 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 have a huge presence in India. We are now expanding in. Uh, um, making investments and are expanding in, in the US as well. Mm. Uh, historically, we grew a lot in India. Like. Nice. And my last question, how soon do you see a human-less contact center with the help of AI? I mean, totally AI-based, 100%. Do you, do you perceive it? Uh, I, I doubt that will happen. Uh, definitely not in India. It's like, you know, you know, I know it's a very visionary thing, driverless car and all that. Uh, uh, in the customer support contact center standpoint, uh, um, uh, it's very difficult. Like unless uh, uh, you still need a person at the back end to kind of contextually call out the information and uh, resolve the queries and the support needs of a client. Um, um, it's, uh, I would say unless it took few years for the AI engine to mature for us to start talking AI and omni-channel. I would say we are at least few years away, at least five, six years away. Even then, I doubt it will be fully automatic. Um, uh, you can automate a lot. So, okay, let me put it this way. Gartner predicts that um, right now my AI-based interaction volume is 2% of my larger volume. Okay. By 2030, from 2%, it will go to 30%. And okay. like we are at 2022. So by 2030, in eight more years, my 2% of AI-based interaction volume will grow to 30% interaction volume. That means 70% of my still my interaction will still be with humans. Uh, but even 2% to 30% is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Uh, that's, yeah. that, it's huge. And that's why you see a lot of venture capital investments happening in the AI front. Mm. So, so then probably we can assume of a time that comes a a robot J talking to robot a robot J journalist talking to robot K from Ozontel and discussing all this. <laughs> Possibly. See, it's it's like this, right? Like when thirty percent of interaction volume doesn't yeah. mean that thirty percent is fully automated. You can do partial automation. You can right. automate like twenty percent of my one minute call. But then mm. the other 40, 40 like 80 percent is still done by an agent. So an yeah. interaction volume being automated need not be full automation. It can be partial automation as well. Correct. Things Correct. where an agent do not does not have to waste time in culling out information, and my information collection from the customer can be immediately automated. It's only the resolution part which requires uh, human intervention can be. Uh, 
It's like this, right? Big Basket has this mission statement. When a customer takes an effort to call, be available to speak to that person. Uh, wow. You know, that's a uh, that's Big Basket way of approaching to things, right? Compared to a Tesla where they want to automate everything. No, no, it matters a lot when when suppose I call to call centers for my issues of say Flipkart, Amazon, Big Basket, mm-hmm. Swiggy, uh, Instamart, or anything. Uh, matters a lot how the person speaks to me, how they handle the call, how soon they resolve the issue. And at times it happens uh, when when mm-hmm. an agent says, "Sorry, sir, I'm not getting your information on my system." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's not able to resolve my issue because he's not able to see whatever relevant information he should have been able to see on the system. That's correct. Yeah. Nice talking, Karthik. I mean, it oh, is very, very good talk. Started from uh, maybe uh, uh, speed of 20 to 30 kilometers per hour. But I mean, we have reached to a very good level and uh, it to a very high gear and a uh, lot of things I got to uh, know from you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. And keep updating on what is happening at Ozone Talent. So that people get to know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Anything you want to add? No, uh, we are good. Like, uh, Anita, uh, Ankita, do you have any any that comment or question? No, I think we really covered it Uh, all around. No, Karthik, I think we have them all covered. Uh, In case, uh, Jerry, sir, you have any additional queries, do let me know. Okay. All right. Sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Perfect. Thank Thanks. you. Bye, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Anita. Bye. Thanks, Karthik. Thanks, Anita. Thank you, Jerry, for joining. Thanks. Oh, all right. Bye. Bye.